Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Hey, welcome to Boggy Talk. Uh, this is Boggy Talk post-Easter. 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 <laughs> Woo! It's almost like... <laughs> I mean... Yeah, like some big catastrophe yeah. and or good thing. I know. Or, I, I yeah. joked with somebody. They were like, yeah, y'all doing it next week after Easter. I said, yeah, and we're probably going to call it salty talk instead That's of boggy funny. talk because we're just going to be tired and just yeah. not have a filter. Uh, not that we always have a filter. I but say, um, do I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, uh, how are you? Man, I, 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 yesterday, you know, we always take off the day after Easter. That was kind of a uh, thing I did at a previous church. And when I got here, I, I, there was just some holidays. I was like, can we, can we, can we change that to the day after Easter? You know, yeah. just cause everybody's kind of tired and, yeah. um, and reflective and, you know, it's just good to kind of pause after the busyness. Right. But, um, so that, that's needed for yes. the soul. And mm-hmm. uh, man, I'm just, God's so good. I just, I, mm. I'm good, man. I'm really good. How are you, Justin? I'm uh, good too. I think uh, it, it is a little chaotic. I think even you know coming off of Easter weekend, and now we're like this week we're moving offices. Yeah, and that's right. So everything just reminded me of that. I have <laughs> every, to start tomorrow. Yeah, everything's in upheaval, and that kind of that kind of added to the 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 drama. Not the drama, like people were getting along, but like mm, just the mm. intensity of leading mm. up to Easter because everything was disheveled. And um, but hey, praise God for an awesome team. I mean, I agree. A staff team, also volunteer team, people who've just- uh, All all of the above. All of the above. Lay leaders, church leaders. um, Yeah. So, so Justin, why is Easter such a big deal? um, Because it is the one day a year that we celebrate- <laughs> that one day. The Easter bunny comes and we get (laughs) chocolate, Reese's, eggs, and um, and Jesus is alive Mm. and he's alive Mm. every day. And- Easter's a big deal because um, the the resurrection is the center of our faith, mm-hmm. and we are afforded this opportunity where we that should be impacting the way we live every day as believers. Mm-hmm. But it is a, a time when uh, the our culture still recognizes mm-hmm. Easter mm-hmm. for the most part, and, and people are open to invites, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people who've maybe are familiar with church, grew up in church, will come, and so it's just an opportunity to put the the beauty of Christ on display. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And not that we really do anything differently on Sunday than we do every Sunday. We just, with a little more attention to the fact that we'll have a larger number of people. Um, But Easter is, you know, without the resurrection, um, yeah, we don't really have hope. So yeah, that's why. Yeah, you what, you what, you really you no, you really hit on the two things. Like on one hand, like it, it's every, the resurrection of Jesus is something we celebrate every week, and so um, and we'll talk a little bit more about the implications of that. But um, it is this unique opportunity, at least in our context, still, and I would say in most contexts. And I, we haven't gotten the numbers yet today. We'll get those later in staff meeting. But we did have a bigger crowd um, where there's just a lot of people. Um, for various reasons right. who join us on Easter Sunday. And I think I articulate it very clearly. Like I recognize there are those here that don't care, but I also think there are those here because Jesus, they're still aware of Jesus. They're still aware that God's with them. Mm-hmm. And um, I can trace back in both churches, uh, a number of people who've eventually came to faith in Christ and, or got serious about Jesus, but, by going to church for the first time or the first time in a long time on an Easter Sunday. Right. And so, uh, you know, we really, um, 
do leverage that. I, th- I think, I think like some churches treat every Sunday like Easter Sunday in the sense that they're not, th- that it is all about those guests. Mm-hmm. And I would just say it, it's both and every mm-hmm. Sunday, like it's about the guest and it is about the body. And I do think churches that make every Sunday like almost like an Easter in sense of they're trying to have big energy, big hype manufacturers. I do think they wear out their people. Oh, yeah, wear out people, um, wear themselves out. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so, so I, but, but I think for us, it's like, hey, it is this one time of year that um, it is almost like an evangelistic. And even my sermon mm-hmm. is bent towards that. Like I, I, as I prepared last week, I'm thinking the audience is different, you know, which yeah. is actually a little bit challenging for mm-hmm. me, you know, so. Yeah, it is because, you know, you said two weeks ago in service about the the gathered worship service that it's for, it's primarily for, you know, the believer. Right. And, you know, it, and you said like, if the, you've been with <laughs> pastors and teachers and they're like, it's all about the unbeliever, you're they're wrong. <laughs> and, and what you're, and what you're, and I know you're hard. Did and I say that bluntly? Like, yeah, you actually did, I <laughs> yeah. think. Uh, I said they don't know the bible right yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right that you said they are heretical <laughs> no i didn't. I'm just kidding you did but, not say but that. i kind of did but it's uh <laughs> you know and you're saying and it, it really is this both and but our it is like they're not necessarily believer people don't come to worship and then it's like um we bend everything to the non-believer in water every no because i think more so now i mean that that's been a trend in in churches right, from right. Not, it hit you know the speak in the 90s and 2000s really and you know it still carries on mm-hmm. not that we ignore we absolutely keep the unbeliever in mind yeah uh because we all if you're a professing christian there's areas where you're not truly believing that there are the gospel applied to your life yeah. and so we all have to take the steps of belief and trust but it's a both and mm-hmm. and i think as you were talking about the as some churches who like try to make every sunday like easter i would just like picturing the same energy that like when you take a student to student camp oh my and, god like yeah. night five of camp yeah. the last night where it's just like, we're pulling out all the stops to right. get as many decisions as right. possible. Um, and it takes so much. And I think a lot of many churches do treat every Sunday that way uh, rather than, and, it, and so what happens is that it becomes this like dependency on the, the feeling of hype. Right. Right. Uh, it, to get us right. through the, to we get don't want to say that, week. but it's true. Yeah. And I think like, rather than like, just, uh, a slow and not when say slow, but a steady diet of the gospel that's sustaining us each and every day. Um, and I think if we are honest in our assessment, a lot of churches who do that, it's, it, it kind of roots back to like, it's, it's, it makes us feel good that we have these hype mm-hmm. sessions and makes the pastor feel mm-hmm. good because people mm-hmm. are You're retreating right. them more often and, yeah. you know, and those kinds of things. And that's just not the heart of the gospel. It's mm-hmm. not the heart of Easter. And, and so what we're trying to do every Sunday is highlight the gospel. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, you know, I think we're faithful in that. Sometimes, some Sundays we do a better job than others, you know? <laughs> uh, right. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of diverging from the main track. We'll get back to the main track. Cause I do want to share a couple of things that I think we can learn from Easter Sunday. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I, this, this idea that people come to the church to hear the preacher and the worship leaders, and that's where they experience God and give their life to Jesus. Like that really did. Um, that is not the pattern of the early church. Um, and that became, uh, I, I would say, um, maybe I think a lot of pastors back in the church growth moment movement seized this opportunity when their people were not being evangelistic 
to say, well, let's do the come and see model. And really what that ultimately results in is people not becoming who God has created them to be. Because if they're depending on the, the religious clergy to share the gospel, they're not preaching the gospel the way Jesus has called them to preach the gospel in their lives. And mm-hmm. so, so I do think if, if, if people are living, expecting that, and if pastors are catering to that, we're neglecting um, the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. So, so it's, again, it's not my church. I do mm-hmm. think pragmatically that would probably work better, but this isn't about pragmatism. This right. is about what Jesus has called us to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Um, believe, belong, become, you know, yeah. that's our, that's our vision statement. So I think, um, that's why, like, mm-hmm. if you, if you're to argue that, like, that's ultimately why we have to keep leaning towards people need to go out and invest and invite in people. Absolutely. And so we, we did, and we do still make a big deal about Easter yes. because of the culture that we're yes. in and there's the opportunity. Uh, so let's talk about this. What are some things that, I mean, we've as a church, we mobilized probably more volunteers. We changed things up. We didn't do yeah. life groups because of the, and that's mainly right. a practical reason, not right. that you shouldn't have life groups on Easter, but it's, yeah. man, we just need more volunteers and the number of people like yeah. parking, all those things. But what are some things that churches do for Easter that maybe we should be like, we should do this all the time as so, church members. So I'm actually taking a social media break right now, but, um, so the, I'm going to show you how much I don't understand technology, but I got a message on Facebook <laughs> last week um, from a friend posting um, something that they read. And apparently I'm the author. Uh, and it says four things I wish my church and yours would do every week that they mm-hmm. do on Easter. So the first is show up. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the most part, people show up on Easter. Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's kind of lame when the Masters falls on Easter because I'm. I do feel like that is like so indicative of where we are in our culture, culture, right? Yeah. Like if the Masters, like that's the religious crowd, right? Like the good old boy crowd, like but they'll still have the biggest golf tournament on Easter Sunday because mm-hmm. it falls on the second Sunday. It's like no, change it because it's Easter. But anyway, yeah. but like a lot of people show up, mm-hmm. and I think like I wish more people showed up every week. Yeah, like I want to like it's worshipful for me to see believers. Mm-hmm. Showing up to worship Jesus, yeah, because it's it's encouraging, it's edifying. There's, it's beautiful. It's yeah. when people are together to make much of Him. Yeah, yeah. So that number two is work. So um, <laughs> again, not in the sense that we're saying, hey, the pressure is all on you to lead people to Jesus, but in the sense that we're all called to be serving one another, carrying each other's burdens. So um, personally, I wish mm-hmm. we didn't have very many groups on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest Move with you, groups, because, yeah. because of children's ministry demand right. and and, uh, and and student ministry and just worship and welcoming people. I wish most people would meet during the week for, for life groups. Um, and I honestly, the biggest objection to that is people just don't want to give up another week, time of their week. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, really? They met in every day in the New Testament, <laughs> you know? We want to be like the New Testament Christians and go deep. I'm like, well, they met every day, so. Yeah, yeah. So go deep. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, sorry. You know, so, And I'm not even suggesting that, but I, I just yeah, wish yeah. more people showed up on Sunday, like, I'm going to worship and I'm going to serve. Mm. Yeah. And serving is a yeah. part of worship, right? Man, and you know, I... I think, you know, so we, we serve, Christy and I served last Wednesday or two Wednesdays ago in kids ministry because we've had growth. And so our life group and some others on Wednesdays are just rotating people. Most of these people serve on Sundays too, but we're just rotating people in. And, and I'll tell you what, like it was just as enriching, yeah. I think, and just as challenging, like, and we were serving one-year-olds. So it wasn't even like they were asking hard questions, but it was like, 
it, I was just the whole time like, this is so like, God, you're so good. And the opportunity to just even praying over those yeah, kids know, right? and as we're playing with them and, you know, it's just good to serve. Yeah, it is. It is. The third thing is invite. So yeah. I do think our church does a pretty decent job mm -hmm. of inviting people on Easter. Let's be doing that all the time. All the and time. I don't just mean invite them to hear me, like invest in them and then invite them to come along with you to church, to your Bible study, into your homes. Like yeah. and let's live a, cult, a lifestyle of mm -hmm. inviting people in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't just do that. <laughs> There's and, nothing more to add. Yeah. And then the last one is expect. I think people do show up mm. expecting God to be there, expecting God to move. And like, that's if God doesn't change according mm -hmm. to some weird Roman Catholic calendar. Sorry. Like he doesn't, you know? So like, <laughs> like we <laughs> should, the lunar eclipse or whatever, you know, like we, God isn't bound by first full moons, right? Like, yeah, yeah, that's God, right. God, like, <laughs> yes, first full moon after the winter inquidat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God is always willing to work mm -hmm. in and through us, and I just, I just wish we had that sense of expectation. And I tell you, Justin, like, I'm just preaching to me, like, I do feel like, I don't know why, but like the God is growing in me an expectation of Him, mm. like. Yeah, and I and I want. I, I just hope we're in that together. I, I sense that in you too, brother. I just sense. Uh, like yeah, I you know it's funny. Uh, leading life group uh, two weeks ago, we were. I was like just talking about getting them ready for Easter. Like, hey, and I was like, God is doing something in our church, and I like they just started like crying. Good, you're crying <laughs> I again. Like, oh, well, you're I'm crying, crying again. My feelings are back, yeah, but yeah. I was just like, and I was like, first I don't Baptist even... <laughs> took it out of you, but now Bayshore is bringing it, right, back. bringing it back. But it's just like, but I was just even this morning uh, reading the word and just being like, God, you're good. And we're reading Exodus and Exodus is not about the feels, right? You know, it is, <laughs> you know, read about the tabernacle and reading about God giving his spirit to these artisans to make the things know, for and right. it's like god you're even in the details of this like empowering mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. for your work at just the right time for mm -hmm. things that on this side mm -hmm. of the new you're like why why but god you are so good and mm -hmm. i'm just really just sensing his his presence mm -hmm. and i think going back to that expectation and i think um Alec, our student minister, I was talking with him after Wednesday nights and he, with crew, he does a great job with our high schoolers, helping them reflect on serving with our elementary kids. And he was like, how did you see God move? And they're having a hard time at times articulating, like, how did you see God at work tonight? And he was trying to help them see and mm -hmm. kind of understand like that it's not about like, when we say, how did God work? Come expect it for God to work. Like we so often like move towards like, there was just power and people saying that there was just power in the room and, mm -hmm. and there was, but like, that begins with like, mm -hmm. how did God work in me? Like, what did his word mm -hmm. show me? What mm -hmm. do I need to change? And how was he then fleshing that out mm -hmm. in community? So come expect it for God to speak to, mm -hmm. for the Holy Spirit to speak to you through his word, uh, through the, the fellowship of the saints, through the music we're singing, mm -hmm. like just come expecting thought, him. thought you were going to say, there's not power in the floodlights. There's Power in, the, power in the blood, power right? Blood. Come on. Power yeah. in the blood, right? <laughs> oh, there anyway, it is. Power yeah. in the blood. Are those called floodlights we use on Sunday morning? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I was like, those are out. Floodlights yeah. are typically outside. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> what are those called? Uh, they're just, they're, there's spotlights. There's oh, okay. bar lights. Oh, okay. There's can lights. There's, okay. Okay, there's, there's so many types of yeah. lights. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, but yeah. So anyway. anything else about Easter? So all these things, yeah. every Sunday, let's, I mean, we say Amen. every Sunday is Easter. Like every day is Easter. Amen. Jesus is alive. Amen. That changes everything. God wants to work in and through you. Like yeah. if Woo. you're a believer, you're, 
you're like, just join him. Like it's with, he's with you. Like he's not, he's not just for you. He's not just in you. Like he's with you mm. in what you're doing. Jesus said, and, and, and maybe, maybe the reason we don't experience the witness of God is because we're not doing the things God's called us to do and promised to be with us in. Like, yeah. and when we begin to really say, like I was telling someone the other day who wants it, you know, is considering adoption. I'm like, what you will see if you enter into this community is just how much the gospel is present in this community. Mm. Because when we step into places where we're trying to be the light, like God's there. He said mm -hmm. that in the Great Commission, right? Like, I feel like we de-emphasize that, right? Like, it's go, teach, make disciples of all nations, baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teach them to reserve all that have commanded you. It's like, we focus so much on the Does, practical yeah. stuff. And he's like, King James Version, and lo, <laughs> I will be with you yeah. to the very end of the age. Woo, yeah, he doesn't yeah. leave us. End of the age. End of the, of the age. All right. Well, <laughs> All right. Hey, so Easter's great. Reflections on Easter. That leads us into uh, some questions. Yes. So let's fire away. The first question is, hey, we make a big deal about Easter. Why don't we do other calendar things like yes. Palm Sunday? Yeah, I, I think we've hit on this a little bit. Um, like with Advent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean... There, it's kind of my fault, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, we could. You don't so, push me either. So well, I, we are so, kind of the people responsible for this. Right, so. right, exactly. <laughs> so I don't, so <laughs> I would say, I think it's fine to, to celebrate. And we and we do like, I mean, I did say it's Palm Sunday, but that's, you know, Hosanna, blessed to see who comes in the name of the Lord. You did but really, say it's Palm Sunday. Uh, I was actually I glad you did because at least we acknowledged it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, but I, did, and so I understand where this is coming from. And that probably comes from someone who is, uh, who's used to practicing or observing more of a And probably loves Jesus and yeah, it's very Exactly. So there's, yep. it's not right or wrong nope. uh, necessarily. It can be helpful. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, Palm Sunday in and of itself is, you know, what we're celebrating is these people were laying down palm branches as Jesus came yeah. on a donkey into Jerusalem uh, to celebrate Passover, the Passover lamb riding a donkey. Um, and they were mistaken. Like they were, <laughs> right. you know, these are the same, you know, many yeah. people who were, I know. you know, it's so the it's, palm branches were actually like, wrong like yeah. why they were waving yeah them. so it's kind of like specifically but God used with, their wrongness yeah, right exactly yeah, yeah. so specifically with palm sunday it's <laughs> like i mean so a church i was a part of uh they had a tradition you know where the kids wave palm branches every every palm sunday and walked in and and that was a tradition and it was more cutesy than i think worshipful and not that that can't be worshipful there's no you know it's not right, yeah, or wrong, right but it's right. just like it could be fine and it yeah it's also okay not to yeah, I'll just, it's, it's a matter of preference. You know, Paul says about a lot of things in the New Testament, like they add nothing, right? Like circumcision or uncircumcision. And we, I talk about this specimen, counts for nothing, right? You know, only um, a new creation. Mm. And so, you know, to me, like it, it's a neutral thing. I, I guess as a pastor, I do feel like when you begin to incorporate a lot of that stuff, ritualistic stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it becomes about experience. Um, I even talked to him good Friday, how like the cross can become uh, a relic. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and, and there's, there's a group out there. I didn't talk about this. I don't think, um, but uh, there's a group out there who would even say we shouldn't have crosses because yeah, uh, that is, adultery. and there's a validity in that. I, 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 I would say, I don't agree. I think of Jesus yeah. every time I think of the cross and yeah. I think of God's revelation of self, but you know, so, so for me, mm -hmm. I just, I just tend, it's a preferential thing, but it's also a pastoral thing. Like I tend to think that when we follow that calendar, um, it becomes about that calendar, mm -hmm. but, but, but again, yeah, 
But then know. there are, I mean, I know people who do follow like a, cal- a calendar and it, it reflects in their reading, their reading of the scriptures and it's super helpful for them and meaningful. And so it's okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so that's, that's why. What, what and, I would say is if it's a, if it's a do or die thing for you, then I guess maybe we're not the church for you, but maybe we could be, and you can just incorporate that in your own personal worship yeah, as well. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So uh, this is a follow-up question to something from Sunday morning, two weeks ago, Galatians chapter six. Uh, we were talking uh, on Sunday mornings about this passage and uh, in chapter six, uh it's talking about restoring people with gentleness. And then verse two says to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. But later in uh, that same uh, paragraph, Paul says, uh, for each will have to bear his own load. Mm. So uh, because of time, we didn't, you didn't really have time in your sermon. No, to I still preached like that. 45 minutes. <laughs> so there was a lot yeah, to yeah, get it through. Right. It's funny. Midway were, through, I'm like, ah, I should have broken this up. <laughs> it's so funny because as you were preaching this text, I was like, man, this really could be like a, Series. Like a, a six-week yeah, series know, on this text. So it's, uh, so, <laughs> I thought the same yeah. thing. <laughs> but this actually, we've talked about this in our small group because our small group is tracking with the sermon series and going through the scripture. What does it mean that we are called to bear one another's burdens mm. and that each must also bear their own load? It's a great question. Yeah. Um, well, I'd be curious to hear what you said to the group first. <laughs> right, I said, uh, I don't know. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, well, we talked about how bearing one another's burdens is, is really tied to this verse one, where he's talking about anyone caught in the trap of sin or caught right. in transgression, restore in gentleness, bear one another's burdens. And that, uh, the, f- that God gives each one of us, we all have a load to carry. Like each one of us has things in our lives that let's like God has entrusted. I use my own life as an example. Uh, like, God has entrusted me with with a, with a wife and six kids and called me as a as a pastor and you know and he called our family to adopt. So those are things that they're my load. You know like mm-hmm. like I'm responsible for that load. Mm-hmm. And you know there are things and and difficult things that come with that. All of those things, you know, there's difficult things that come with parenting. There's difficult things that come with parenting a child with trauma. There's there's difficult things that come with being a pastor. There's difficult things that come with marriage and they're my load to, to carry. But the bearing of the burden is where I have people with me who are encouraging me and challenging me. They're not called to parent my children, but they are called to, hey, call out sin in me, to bear that burden. If I'm if I'm struggling mm-hmm. with anger, hey, Justin, I heard you the other day say this to your kid and where did that come from? And okay, cool. All right, we've addressed it. And from a place of humility. So we're encouraging each other, we're challenging each other and we're bearing those burdens and we're helping each other because there mm-hmm. are times when the load mm-hmm. does become a burden, whether it's a circumstance in life or something we're going through and we are called to pick each other up mm-hmm. and bear those burdens with each other. And I think you said it on that Sunday, it's like we are, it's a commitment to be with each other, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. To, to build each other up in Christ that is bearing each other's burden. So it's like, we all have a load, but we all kind of get to lean on each other too in the bearing of the burden. Yeah, I was making sure that I wasn't wrong real quick looking up the Greek words because uh, it's been a little bit since I preached this. But yeah, the, the, so the word that is used there for load can be translated as burden as well. But Paul intentionally uses two different words in the writing there. And so, um, you know, what has traditionally been understood is burdens is something that is heavy that you can't carry on your own and load is something that you can carry on your own. And so, um, you know, and again, that God gives you. So really we should be looking to him for all those things. But that's what I would say is that, um, and you gave great illustrations of this. Loads are something that you can carry and you need to focus on carrying. And then when you look at other people, 
and they may or may not be able to carry what they're carrying. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be like, well, I'm carrying that. Yeah. So they're less than me because they're not carrying that. Mm-hmm. You should yeah. You should just be thinking, I need to carry what God's called me to carry. Yeah. And then you recognize if they can't carry that, it's become a burden. Yeah. They might be weaker. Yeah. Right. But I'm called to help them mm-hmm. out. And so, so that's where I would say, like, I think Paul is really trying to say, like, we try to carry what God gives us that we can carry. We rely on the body mm-hmm. to carry what we can't carry. And we are always looking for people who can't carry what they can carry. And, 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 and our value is not tied to how good we are at carrying. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what religious folks do. I'm preaching to myself. Mm-hmm. Like we then start saying how good we are at carrying things. Mm-hmm. Like I remember somebody telling me when I was asking them about all the things they're going to do in their life when I was like 28, 26. And I'm like, I just don't know. And they said, God puts more things on your plate, but it gives you a bigger plate. At 40, I affirm that yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, Josh, God just keeps giving you a bigger plate. Um, unfortunately, my plate's a little too big and I eat too much, but like, <laughs> you know, like in this re- regard. So, can you debate nuances of that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yes, but ultimately, I think, I think, I think we've summarized that pretty mm-hmm. succinctly. Yeah. Comparative to how we often summarize things. Right. And, you know, <laughs> exactly. Well, in chapter five, it talks about don't be conceited, right. provoking each right. other or envying Inving each other. Yep. And so that provoking is really like what you talked about earlier. It's like, I'm carrying my load and I don't think you're doing a good job carrying yours. And so I'm like putting this heap right. of condemnation. That's yep. provoking each other. That and is, then the envy of like, I wish this wasn't my load. I wish I had your yep. load. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that is all rooted, both of those are rooted in what Paul says, don't be conceited. Both of those are rooted in a self-centeredness. The provoking of others and envy of others are both rooted in a selfishness. And so the gospel turns us inside out and says, don't be selfish, you know? Uh, That's good. Well, could I do one last question that is uh, really not a question? Go ahead. Because nobody asked me this, but on (laughs) Friday night, I referenced a book called uh, Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortland. Yes. Um, And I just want to say the tagline even is the heart of Christ for sinners and sufferers. I would really, yes. I, I don't do this that often. I would highly yes. encourage you to get this I as it agree. helps you understand better the depth of God's mercy for us. Yes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Gentle and Lowly by Dane Orland. Yes, I, I, I love that book. I it's, read it. I remember reading it just thinking like, I Jesus is so good. And we've given it to some people. I've given it to, Christian, I've given it to someone specifically who was really struggling with just feeling um with co- just struggling with condemnation, condemnation and yeah. feeling unworthy to it, to a point where it was like, okay, this is like, we should, we all have a feeling of like not being worthy, but as God's child, we know like because of his love, we are, and they yeah. were just still struggling. And so we just, Hey, we want you to, and it really just, it's a beautiful picture of, of God's heart for his, as children. L- yeah. Listen to this, just one line. Here's what this means. The divine son never ceases to bring his atoning life, death and resurrection before his father in a moment by moment way. Christ turns the father's eyes to his own righteousness to avert his gaze from our sins. So just, it's really articulated like how Christ didn't just die for us uh, on the cross, but he's constantly interceding for us even Mm -hmm. now. And I just think it helps you to understand that better. So come on. It's an easy read too. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it is good. And and you will enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, hey, if you've got questions, shoot them our way. Talk to us. Send us a message. We'll be happy to answer them. So we're going to wrap today up with a little game. Are we happy to answer all of them, though? 
Uh, we are happy to read all of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and we will try to answer all yeah, of them. Okay. All right, so we're going to wrap today up uh, with a little game of Finish the Lyric. Finish all the, right, so you know, oh, you're going to be... I think, Christian or non-Christian? So we're going to do some worship songs, oh, and yeah, some newer, some older. Okay. You're going to be fine. So uh, you love Jesus, and you participate in worship, and you always talk about you can't sing, but you actually have a decent singing oh, voice. Oh, thank so, you. Decent. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's, it's good. Most pastors, yeah, yeah. mostly pastors yeah, yeah. don't, unless yeah, yeah. unless they do, and then they're like... Sing, then they sing. Then they sing in their sermon. Yeah, so... That's like the ultimate pastor flex. I curled like, my nose up at that. Yeah, yeah, because it is a pastor flex. <laughs> all right, so. Pastor flex. All right, we're going to start with a, with a little. <laughs> There's going to be a book written by like some disenfranchised <laughs> believer called Pastor Flex. Yeah, that's right. It pro- it's probably, a, yeah, it probably, it probably is. is. There's yeah, probably yeah. a, a yeah. Twitter handle on that already. Yeah. All right, so um, in one of his <laughs> most well-known songs, Chris Tomlin sings, And if our God is with us, then. Who can be against us? Yes. Yeah. I mean, actually, that's from scripture. Yeah. If our God is with us, what can actually, stand it's, against? It's what, what could stand, stand against, against is the actual, yeah. 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 So it might be yeah. helpful to sing. If you want to okay. go ahead and sing yeah. these, no, go no. ahead. No. Yeah. All right. So here I we go. I sing What Does the Fox Say like last week. <laughs> ding, 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 yeah. ding. All right. All right. Taking it back to the 90s. Okay. You know, All I right. wasn't a believer. Darlene Check. Yeah. Shout to the Lord. Shout to the Lord. Uh, All right. That was big when I was like started going to church. This, this was like. This was the song. Like this was. Oh, the we song. would sing that so loud in youth group. Oh man! Like shout to <laughs> the Lord. And oh, the key change. That's like what? What part is the key change? All right, uh, the part that's right here. Oh, okay. All right. Mountains bow down and the seas will roar at the sound of your voice. Sound of your name. Sound of your name. Okay. Yeah. I sing for. That's the key change. Mountains uh, bow yeah, I down. I, I sing for joy. Come on. You know. You yeah. know. I remember. Uh, we used to watch American Idol, and they actually they like, did that. Right. They did yes. that on American Idol, and you know, my brother-in-law, uh, who's um, it's Christie's uh, sister's husband. He's really one of the smartest people I know, and so reflective. And I remember him saying after that, he's like, "Wasn't it beautiful?" And then he said, and isn't it sad? Yeah. Like, he was like, isn't it sad that that's like singing that? If they don't profess Christ, it's like the closest taste of heaven they'll have. Mm. I was like, oh, mm. that's like a beautiful way to say that. And also gut-wrenching. And mm. I, I've never mm. forgotten that mm. uh, moment. Good. John Huggins, my brother, I mm. love you. Mm. Um, you're so smart. Um, all right, this is going to be a stretch. All right. When you come to where you're broken within the... No clue. It's from the song Healing Begins. Never heard it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is okay, I'm, I'm going to guess. When you come to when you're broken within, um, come and rest your head on him. Ooh, that was a good finish. Uh, okay. All right. So here's some choices. The pain goes from your heart. The clouds begin to part. <laughs> we wait. We. <laughs> this one doesn't even make sense. The grammar is so bad. We wait. The weight is lifted off. The light meets the dark. Uh, the clouds one. That sounds like that it. sounds right, and I can't click on the right answer, so uh, we're just gonna have to Google that in a oh, little okay. bit. So okay. uh, we'll just go with that. So yeah. hey, <laughs> fact check us. All right, uh, we got no internet in this room, and I forgot yeah. that. Um, all right, you're gonna know this one. Deep in the cellar of Boggy Studios, <laughs> Boggy <laughs> Talk Studios, we're underneath the Boggy Bayou. Actually, That's right. right we are. We are underwater. Yeah. And the channel, yeah. the channel that goes between uh, Boggy Bayou and Valpe. That's right. Um, all right. Let heaven roar and fire fall. Come shake the ground with revival. The sound of revival. Sound of revival. Yeah. There you go. Like a lion. Like a lion. Yeah. yeah. That's a good. It is actually, a, actually, it's a better musical song than actually the like. 
It's a good, me- but it kind of sounds a little hokey. But yeah. the sound, that intro, that mm. guitar. It's a great song. And yeah, yeah. the only issue with that song is the fact that it just got overplayed. And so oh, people okay. were like, uh. That's why you don't know how he uh, loves to see that. That whole <laughs> awakening album yeah. by Passion, Yes, right? that yeah. one was Passion, just. Passion. I said it like that. Uh, yeah. And I think what happened with with uh, Like a Lion is uh, it was written a band and then David Crowder did a version and it kind of got popular. But then the Newsboys did yeah. with the news. They Newsboys. And they like made it, they just made it. And they were like, they like sing, they like talk, sang part of it. And it was like, um, talk, sang. Yeah. And it was just like, uh, stop. It was was crazy. What's the difference between talk, sing and sing, talk? Uh, talk sing is where it's a little more talking than singing and sing talking is where you're like still singing. It's like, it's like you sing and then you talk and talk sing is like, you're just kind of like talking. Like, so when the wor- when the worship leader like is, tra- you know how you transition, you usually talk and you usually speak scripture or, you know, even paraphrase sometimes. Mm-hmm. But when the worship leaders are like, and Lord, we're just here to hang out and <laughs> we hope that everybody's. <laughs> did you ever there's, see that? Clip? There's lots of words for what that is. Yeah. Did you ever see that clip of that? Like, it was like, uh, it wasn't Catholic, but it was, you know, maybe Episcopalian. And he was like leading them in the chant. And he's like, <laughs> yes. forgive oh. us for how we check our fantasy football yeah. during mass. Lord have mercy. <laughs> and yeah, that's right. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. the best video. You should Google that. That's hilarious. Yeah. You know, I we should, like, I so could probably. aggressive. Yes. I could do a whole podcast on like worship leader uh, things we say or do we that should, are we wrong. Should do, we should do a podcast on like top 10 dumb things we've seen. and yeah. yeah. And most of it is like. Well, I'm going to say most. A lot of it's unintentional, just slip-ups. Yeah. Like yeah. Josiah sent me a video, and it's hilarious. It's a song called Honey in the Rock. And it's a great song. The choir's going to be singing in a few yeah. weeks. But the the lyrics are like, um, everything everything I need, you've got. There's honey in the rock. Yeah. And the lady singing, it's like, everything you need, I've got. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't think you got it right. Different kind lady. of honey, honey. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. That's right. All right, moving on. <laughs> yes, it was just like, oh, you got that one wrong. All right. Ugh. This is um this is a song. The song that's been popularized, No Longer Slaves. Okay. My fears were drowned in Your Bloodstained Tears. Oh, <laughs> That's, that's like I a, know the song, but yeah. I, I don't. My fears were drowned in. That's how she sings it. Oh, okay. I'm no longer a slave to fear, right? Is that perfect the song? love. Perfect, oh, okay. perfect love. Okay. So All right. The, the, I'm not giving you the choices that this quiz online gives because they're. I feel like a chat bot did these because yeah. it's like they make no sense. My fears were drowned in sadness under your son. Okay. My fears were drowned in failure of reviving. Like this, that's a chat bot just making yeah. stuff up. All right. So, um, hey, you know this one. You didn't want heaven without us, so Jesus, you brought heaven down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, actually, yeah, you you brought heaven down. Yeah, people, which is, well, people just have a pro- some people have it's a true, problem though. with that. Yeah, it's true. And he so, didn't want heaven without yeah, us, or he or he, he be without us. It's just fact. Like, yeah. I think that the rub is people feel like it's too uh, man centric, mankind centric to sing that. And I will say, side note, sidebar, different episode, but also like I used to struggle with like songs were like. Like he, how he loves us, or like about how much the scripture God, says we're his portion. I know, and like I just think of this. Somebody, I heard this one time. It just stuck, and it just it changed the way I see it. They're like, it is. It brings me delight when my own kids are like, my dad loves me. Yeah, I know. Like I'm like as a father, I'm like, 
I do love you. I and it's like, that's honor- really what I want them to understand. Yeah, more than anything, I know. Right? So it is okay. You know, it is okay. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. This is a popular Easter song around. We did not sing it on Easter, not for any specific reason, just uh, uh, in the song forever, which I think your wife like has sung before, not here, but at Mosaic because y'all don't know that Christy uh, Ross sings. Uh, oh, is that the Carrie Job one? Yeah, yeah. Carrie yeah. Job's forever. Forever. That one gets high, bro. Yeah, it that does. I don't think. We sing hallelujah. The we lamb has sing, overcome. Yeah, good okay. job, man. Yeah, You're we good. Go. Thanks, we man. sing hallelujah. The lamb has overcome. All right. <laughs> That's a great one. In 10,000 Reasons, Matt Redman nearly lists 10,000 <laughs> reasons why we can sing. In one of his lines, he says, let me be singing when? The evening comes. The evening List. comes. Way to go. Yeah. I'll nice. never. We had this. Oh, goodness. <laughs> when I was. It's funny were, how all these bring out memories. We were. I'm telling you that people couldn't worship to the song who are my inner circle. I don't like having an inner circle, but you know, like who I talked to, who I was talked to regularly because at our former church, me and the associate pastor, we interviewed a guy to be our worship leader. And he was like, you know, I, I'm going to sing a couple songs for you guys, which, yeah, he didn't really mm-hmm. have anything on the internet. We want to hear how he sings. And he sang this song and, Oh man, he was like, "Bless the Lord, oh my soul!" <laughs> like a chain smoker. And so, yes, yes. And so, I like articulated that to a few people, and so they just couldn't. They're like, "Oh." He also sang a song. I, I don't. I'm not. Give me Jesus to free my soul. I want to get lost in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> no, he. You're serious. I'm serious. Oh, and so, this is James Ross, and like ten years younger James Ross. Like <laughs> did sitting you, there, did, like, did you stop face, him? Like Simon face, Cowell face. I know, right? Like. <laughs> It, that's a great, that's a great, <laughs> that's a great comparison. So. Oh man. Wow. Okay. I don't wear as deep of V-necks as I'm a cow. <laughs> Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you. All you're right. welcome. <laughs> All right. So. Carl Lentz kind of ruined that for me. Oh so, dude. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what a yeah. weirdo. Yeah. Uh, sorry. We could say that. I mean, that's not judgy. That's just like true. He, he had some real deep V's. Man. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh God. There's, there's all kinds of concerns okay. there. All right. So in her hit song, you say Lauren Daigle. That's says a great song, man. It is a good song. You say I'm loved when will it help if I sing it. You say I'm loved when I don't know, but I don't know. But I, I can't feel a thing. Okay, I okay. Can't feel a thing. All right. It is it's, a good song. She got that from I can't feel my face when I'm with you. <laughs> We're gonna make right. that into a worship song. I can't um, feel my face, face when, when I'm, I'm with, with you, Jesus. But I like it. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> but I like it. Oh, funny. But I love it. I did that. Yeah. I think it's like it. Is it love it? I, but love, I love it. it. Oh, it is. Uh, Maybe it's like it. We did a Valentine's Day mashup medley one time, uh, like just as a funny thing. And we sang that at church. It was, did you say Jesus or you just No, we just, okay. it was just goofy. Okay. Uh, so we did that. All right. Because uh, it was really popular at the time. All right. This is. I think if we did that here, people would roll over in their grave, which is implying they're dead in the pews. But <laughs> it would. Yeah, I, I don't. It wouldn't happen in the eight o'clock service. That's yeah, for sure. Like I'm like, I've, I've kind of shifted. I used to think all that stuff was like great. Yeah. And now I'm like, I mean, maybe, maybe. And now I'm like. It's just kind of pointless. Yeah, right? exactly. Like and, I and just. I think I think at the time that we, I I mean I t- did some of these things. So I think at the time it was useful, uh, and it but Bro- it kind of broke the ice, right? Yeah, and that was really the mentality behind yeah. it. And it was, but it was always pre-services. Yeah. Ever was like the feature of the service. It was kind of show we could have some fun, right? Yeah, but, but I think part of it, like back to the Easter thing, is like 
there was a series time in our culture where you had people who were seekers who were open to God and they would come, but they didn't really know how they felt. And so you want to like connect yeah. with them. Now I feel like seekers are like, like if they're coming to church, they just, I want, I need to know the to truth. Know what, yeah, yeah exactly. because there's other, there's so much truth out there. Yeah. Now, right? I think yeah. it's, I, th- I think you're exactly right. It's just been a cultural shift. Right, yeah. All right. All right. So last one, and this is just uh, going to basically test how well you pay attention to uh, me, like Jesus. me singing in funerals here at church oh, on Bay okay, Shore. Okay. All right, because this is a popular I, I request. I can only imagine. I can only that imagine. That is the most popular request. I can only imagine when all I do is forever. Worship you. Forever worship That's a, you. It really is a good song. It is a great song. It really is uh, and I song. And it, I don't, I, I honestly, and this is, I don't know how many times I've sung it here at a funeral. Uh-huh, and it doesn't uh-huh. get old to me because as I'm singing, I'm like, we really will, we, we really can can only imagine. So yeah. uh, it's not, it's it's not bad. So, hey, hey, you did a really good job on that. I did all right. Way to go. I did decent. You did decently. It's yeah. good. All right. So Just like uh, this is a decent podcast. This is a decent podcast. <laughs> so, hey, speaking of that, you can help us out and leave a great review. That helps a little visibility. Hit subscribe. Hit subscribe so you don't miss me. But yeah. uh, hey, uh, thanks for tuning in. Really, if you've got questions or you've got ideas for topics we can address, we would be happy to consider those. <laughs> uh, we'll be happy to read those ideas, those questions. Uh, and again, you know, if you might make the top 10 of worst boggy talk suggestions. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's yeah. kind of like when we were changing the logo and people were handing us things. We're like, well, have you considered this pan drawn? You're like, Oh, that's, a, that's a, not what we're I thinking. think for games, we're going to start doing top tens at the end. Okay. But we both have to do it and like compare our <laughs> top, top 10. ten Maybe five. Cause we there talk you go. so much. There you go. I, well, thanks for tuning in and we look forward to being with you next time. Thanks for listening to boggy talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.